Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a true crime podcast, as the title suggests. So please consider this your warning, that it's not suitable for children. And it probably will contain content that may be triggering to some people. Also, it's an Australian true crime podcast. So Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners should be aware it may contain the voices of deceased people. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. Sarah spent decades explaining her unpredictable and self-destructive behaviour to people as a consequence of one terrible year of bullying in primary school. Her abuser wasn't another child, they were shocked to learn, but her principal, 
who more shockingly happened to be an elderly Catholic nun. But while Sarah tried to overcome the trauma of that experience and of one terrible incident in particular by talking about it with friends and seeking counselling, it wasn't until she heard a line in a true crime podcast while driving her car that she realised the one detail she'd always kept to herself was the thing that was preventing her from healing. Sarah contacted us at Australian True Crime because she wants to share what happened after she pulled her car over to the side of the road that day. She wants to share her story in case even one of you hears this true crime podcast and is set free the way she has been. We begin this conversation with that life-changing moment in Sarah's car. That was a really big pivotal moment in my life. So I was driving to work a few years ago and listening to a true crime podcast, of course. I was listening to an ABC podcast called Trace. Yes. About the murder of um, a Melbourne woman called Maria James in 1982. But something that the um, the host said just hit me like a like it was a punch in the chest. And she said that the average length of time that it takes most people to disclose these crimes uh, is 33 years. Yeah, that was a, a fact that came out of the Royal Commission. Yeah, and it really took my breath away. It was the first time I'd heard that number and I had to pull over because I realised I was a part of that statistic. And for me, on that day that I listened to that podcast, it was 38 years and I still hadn't disclosed what had happened to me. So I sat on the side of the road and had a big panic attack and uh, had a big cry and then just Googled. I Googled, you know, lawyers, Catholic. We came up with a name and I called the first name that came up in the Google search and it was a lawyer and she took my call and she told me about the National Redress Scheme. And so I told my story. So in 1982, I was um, going to a Catholic primary school in Darwin and there was a nun there, the principal. She was a very old old lady and she was an old school nun and um, she just hated me on sight and she tortured me the whole year. She just, the things she would do were just so cruel. And I think about now, you know, do, behaving in that way to anyone, let alone a 12-year-old, 11, 12-year-old child. She didn't like me and she crushed my spirit. I started that year as a really confident kid. I was an A student really sociable and healthy and by the end of the year and it's really interesting looking at my school photos from that year and the next year you can just see this flatness in my in my expression my eyes just sort of went dead from that that year really broke me so on this particular day it was early in the day and my teacher intercepted a note you know kids were always passing notes in class she intercepted a note and it had been written by one of the boys and I never received the note. I don't to this day know what was in it, but she called me to the front of the class and grabbed me by the arm. You know, they always grab you by the upper arm and um, marched me around to the principal's office and showed her the note. And so they both stood there with the note for a little while and then 
the principal, you know, indicated to leave me there and my teacher left. And um, it was an old building and it used to be the, um, uh, you know, the confessional booth. It was built on the back of her office and it was now being used as just a sort of storage cupboard. So it was just a tall, skinny cupboard and she put me in the cupboard and locked me in there and it was just dusty and you know, really hot because it was Darwin and nothing was air conditioned. And she locked me in there for six hours. I knocked on the door and I yelled and I know that people must have been able to hear me and no one intercepted, no one intervened. And um, that six hours in the cupboard really broke something in my brain. She just wouldn't let me out. I just knocked and yelled and cried. All day I was really thirsty. I ended up wetting myself because, of course, you know, I'd been in there so long, and it was just something just broke in my brain that day. And then when she finally opened the door at the end of the day, uh, she opened the door, and I shouldered her out of the way and ran, and I ran out of her office, and I ran out of the school, and. I ran to my mum's work. She worked a couple of blocks away and um, I just couldn't even talk. When I got into my mum's work, I was just so distressed and couldn't talk. It took her a long time to be able to calm me down. She, you know, they gave me a drink of water and when I could finally speak, she worked in a legal office. She was a legal secretary. And she went and got one of the lawyers and came back and made me tell him what had, what had happened. And so I told them that I'd been locked in the cupboard all day. And she said, well, stay here. And she left me there in the little kitchenette with one of the other ladies. And she and this lawyer went out. They went to the school and I don't know what happened but there was a meeting with uh, the Catholic Education Office in Darwin and the principal was removed from the school that day. Wow, my God. Yeah, and again, I never got any feedback. They never told me what had happened, but I just knew that she was gone and that was it. That was the end. No one ever asked me about what had happened or asked me if I was okay or, you know, it was 1982. There was no understanding of trauma no. or counseling no counseling or debriefing or none of that and it was just like okay well we'll just get on with life now I moved house 62 times over the next 30 years I had so many jobs um so many broken relationships so much you know overnight I'd gone from this delightful happy gorgeous kid into you know, I was doing everything I could to not feel any feelings, whatever drugs were available, whatever. Um, I was on the pill at age 13. Um, you know, I spiralled. When you are self-medicating for trauma and looking for ways to not feel your feelings uh, in that way, then I did all of those things. Yeah, so I had, you know, this lifetime of just not understanding my own, seeking help for mental health stuff, but never never getting anywhere, um, changing psychologists and counsellors constantly, 
um, not being able to regulate my emotions, having, you know, I'm estranged from my entire family, not being understood, needing to be loved but pushing people away and all of those classic self-harm behaviours that are not visible. You're trying to do the right things as well as the self-destructive behaviours. You're trying to sort it out by going to counselling and doing the quote-unquote right things, but even in that context you're not quite stepping over the precipice of telling the whole story. Yeah, absolutely. So it was that day when I was driving to work and listening to that podcast that I realised I needed to tell the story. And I hadn't, it wasn't like a recovered memory, but I realised that I'd, I'd never told the story and I'd been keeping it from myself. And so what had happened was that she had assaulted me in the minutes before she locked me in the cupboard. She assaulted me and called me a slut a 12-year-old child, in the moments before she locked me in the cupboard. For hours. Yeah. And to not, I didn't know what had happened. I didn't understand what that was that had happened. And she was a nun and she was, you know, holy in the eyes of God. And she was our protector and our teacher. And I just didn't understand. And I thought it Whatever had happened must have been my fault and I must have got it wrong. Like I must have remembered it wrong or didn't really understand. And and how sexually literate were you at 12? Like how much did you know about sex and sex acts? Not much. No. I still thought that, you know, the solid gold dancers were like the height of sexiness. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know about no. <laughs> sex things. Um, and we didn't get sex education. Yeah, there was there was not no understanding at all. I just knew that what she had done was it did just didn't feel right, and I didn't know why it had happened, and I wasn't sure if it had really happened in the way that I remembered. And then I was in a cupboard for six hours, thinking I was going to die. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And so when you did tell the lawyer that you called, when you had to find the words to describe, and because I know through these processes you have to, you know, in, in detail, how and how long did it take you to be able to do that? So we had several meetings over several months, all by phone. This also all happened during COVID. And we worked up to it. And she would say, you know, tell me as much as you can. And she would book two-hour phone calls at a time. She had explained to me about the National Redress Scheme and what that meant as opposed to, you know, making charges, pressing charges against someone who was no longer alive for a crime that had happened 38 years prior in a state, you know, several states away, that that would have been a really long drawn out process. And I would have had to have stood up in front of strangers and repeatedly told my story and been cross-examined. And I just knew I wouldn't ever be able to face that. So it seemed like the redress scheme was the best option for me because you don't have to go through any of that process. And so I had decided to proceed with that. And she was just slow and patient and gentle with me. If it's okay, I'd like to just talk a little bit to the actual process as well. Yeah, because that, that was also really challenging. And if there's anyone listening who's thinking about going through the process, I would really like to be very clear about the fact that it is re-victimizing or it re-victimized me. I was really lucky that I had a fantastic lawyer who helped me and supported me through it. My my claim took nine months, which is really fast. I couldn't work. Yeah. I was I was definitely spiraling. I was in a really um, bad place mentally. I was getting a lot of support and a lot of help, uh, and I was staying in bed six days out of seven because what if they come back and say no, we don't believe you, or no, that never happened, or but it's not as bad as what other people went through. One day I got a letter from them, I got the parcel from them and it sat on the table for four days. I just, I was having a full-blown panic attack for four days and I couldn't open it and then my beautiful lawyer Catherine called me and she said, I've just received it and I said, yeah, I've got mine too. She said, have you opened it? I said, and I just couldn't open it and she went, Sarah, it's really good. It's really good. And she read it to me and it was really good. (laughs) And then she said, 
the claim was processed so quickly because they'd had so many other claims and I was telling the same story that so many other people had said. And she said, Sarah, there were many before you, but you were the last because you spoke up that day. Oh, my God. So this nun had been attacking other girls and you and your mum stopped her. Oh, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I think about that moment so often when, you know, my lawyer said that there were many before you, but you were the last. And that gives me so much peace in knowing that just being brave enough to run that day. And even though I didn't tell the full story, I told enough of the story on that day, you know, to stop her. It's changed my life. That was a year ago. Yeah, it has completely changed my life. I'm in a job that I love. I'm building a new friendship group. I don't have that anger. I don't have that unpredictability. I don't have that nine out of 10 anxiety every minute of my life. I'm creative, I'm making art, I'm so overcommitted with projects and social events and I'm the best version of myself that I've ever been in my entire life. It's incredible the um, the peace that I've had from having this outcome. nationalredress.gov.au is the official website of the National Redress Scheme and there's a link on the landing page that will help you check to see if any Australian institution you're interested in has already joined the scheme. There's lots of other information there as well. Sarah's lawyer's name is Catherine Emony and the firm she works for is Maddens based in Warrnambool. As always though, bravehearts.org.au and 1800RESPECT are excellent starting points if you want to disclose historical sexual abuse and you're not sure where to begin. If you need support after listening to this podcast, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or contact 1800RESPECT on 1800 737 732 or 1800RESPECT.org.au. Indigenous Australians can contact 13 Yarn on 139276 or 13yarn.org.au. Thank you for downloading this episode of Australian True Crime. We'll be back next week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.